0: Hello and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Sunday morning, eleven twenty-five AM Wisconsin time. Well, guys, today I'm in my truck. And if you listen, I don't know if this will work, but you may be able to hear. Yeah, bells in the background. It's raining. And I've got birds everywhere. So where I'm parked today is my usual spot where I've got the softball field to my left and the running creek brook thing to my right. Hopefully there won't be too much traffic driving by. We'll see. Hopefully not. So I hope everybody's doing really well. I'm going to roll my window back up or not roll because nobody rolls up a window anymore, right? Well, unless you have an old oldie, we just push a button and up it goes. They got limousine style um, windows now where you just touch the button and goes up by itself. Remember, if you've ever been in a limousine, you touch the button, the window goes up and down all by itself. After a second, isn't that cool? Well, anyways, <laughs> I, ah, squirrel. Oh, uh, looks like there's gonna be a car coming by. I wonder what people think of when they see me sitting in my truck talking to my phone. So I just, I'm suspicious. I, I lower the phone like this. I put my head down like my head itches. <laughs> And then when the vehicle passes, I, rise. <laughs> I raise the phone back up. Voila! This is how you make a podcast, people. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm in a really good mood today. I uh, had my coffee-ish. Oh my god. Like at Dunkin'. You guys know I'm a Dunkin' lover, right? I'm a, dump, 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 dump. a Dunkin' addict. <laughs> um, I apologize. I'm just like feeling really good today. This morning. Anyway, so they're new. That's not new, but they've had on the menu for a while. It's called bacon bits or snack and bacon. Sorry, it is so freaking good. It's just like a. <laughs> it sounds horrible. It's just a clump of bacon, and I swear you get like. the way, no the words better. Um, you get like. I don't know, eleven pieces of bacon or something. It's insane. It's like two, two dollars. So what I do is I have that and I have my iced coffee and like some cheese. That's. Semi keto, semi carb free minus my drink, but I don't care. I'm not gonna give up my drink for carbs. Uh uh-uh, oh, not doing it. All right, so happy Sunday, everybody. I hope you had a great work week, vacation. I know uh, summer summer's coming up. Kids are graduating soon. Hope you guys have a safe summer. If you if there's any teens listening to this podcast, be safe. I know sometimes things look like it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great time. Just if your gut goes, I don't listen to it. You know, if it says, I don't feel comfortable, or this feels weird, or we shouldn't be doing this, listen to your, to your gut. Who cares if you're the only one that doesn't want to go? Your gut is what you want to listen to, okay? That's my words of wisdom for all you teenagers out there. On to the podcast again. Back on track. Until I see a squirrel. Or a bird. Or a car. Alright, so anyways, I don't have any stories this morning, but there is a certain individual and I think I refer to him as Curtis, he like he emails me, uh, uh, messages me on um, Twitter, and I'm hoping the podcast will work because I have to slide the podcast up and pull up Twitter, and I'm hoping that I don't lose the re- this recording. It's recording live, actually. Not live because, anyways. Can you hear the rain? Shh. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Anyways. Hopefully, this will work. Anyways, he's got lots of good stories. I just read one of them. It looked really cool. I don't think it's his story, though. If it is, I'm like, what? So, we'll see. Hold on. Give me a second here to get this going. Ooh, I hope it doesn't disconnect. I've never done this with Twitter. Oh, yay, it stayed connected. All right, so we've got a few stories. I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you guys. Oh, goodness gracious. Where did I go? Where did I go? Where did I go? Oh, yeah. Uh, Facebook page, Wisconsin Vestriers of the Supernatural. We have up to 362 followers. Holy shit. It's awesome. And uh, you can email me at pattyinwigmadot My On the Wisconsin Vestriers of the Supernatural, you'll see my link for my t-shirts. I actually I just ordered one. I just remembered that. Hmm. Anyways, I changed the styles. The shirts are the same. I tried to make it where you can get, like, a 2X and 3X and small and all that, but I removed the little, um, GW off the pocket, and the shirt is blank in the front, and I've got some sayings in the back, so check those out. I just ordered one for me, uh, the one I just got, well, I have to wait for it to come, obviously, is, um, I am, I am, (laughs) I am networking with ghosts or something like that, or I, you, isn't that sad, guys? I make these shirts. I don't remember what the hell I put on there. More cars driving by. Let's play fake. I'm not doing nothing. Phone down. I think it's like um, don't don't mind me. I'm networking with ghosts or, um, cause you know how everyone says like networking is a thing. I am not much of a networker. God damn it! Hold on. The raw podcast exists. So, anyways, you know how I'm not really. I don't really know how to network. and it words, like, you got to network with people and blah, blah, blah to get what you want and blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to do that. But I do know how to network with ghosts. <laughs> so that's kind of what the shirt says. It's like I'm networking with the ghosts or something along those lines. I thought it was cute. I thought of it all by myself. So. All right. I do like the most recent story he just shared with me. I'm going to go forward and then back. This is from Curtis. Again, I don't know if it's his story or not, but I like the way it sounds. I've never heard of this story yet before. True stories, you know, hence the name of the podcast, True Paranormal Stories. Uh, Here we go. When I was 37, I went to my high school reunion. I flew into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance was about 35 miles through a very rural, almost abandoned part of the country. About three miles outside of town, I see someone on the side of the road flagging me down. It turned out that it was one of the guys I had attended uh, school with. Um, let's see, what else? So he gets into the car. And we start talking. I had n- I had not seen him in 20 years, but he still looked the same. Maybe a little older. We get to town, and I ask him if he wants to come to the VFW and have a drink. He says, "No, just take me home." His parents had lived only like a few blocks from my grandmother's house, and I so I turned into that direction. But he said, take me to the outskirts of town. There was a mobile park out there, and I figured that is where he lived, you know. Uh, when we reached the end of the turnoff, he said, just drop me here. It was, it was good to see you again. And he walks off into the night, right? Gone. So I go to the VFW. I met some of my old classmates. We started to talk. And as we were talking about who's coming to the reunion, I mentioned that, that I just picked up our friend. Uh, about three miles east of town, and I had to drop him off. Everyone gets quiet. Even the guys singing Kuroki stop and lays down the mic. My cousin goes, uh, sorry, my cousin goes white as a, as a new t-shirt, you know, white as a ghost. <laughs> Barb, uh, he died on the curve eight years ago, rolled his car. We were all at his funeral. I was, I was told. So basically they're telling him that they his funeral. Um, I started to feel really dizzy. I went out to the car to take some deep breaths. There on the seat is a local newspaper printed eight years previously containing his name and the obituary. I still have the paper. Isn't that crazy, guys? Yeah, That one actually gave me the chills. What's this? All right, here's another one. All right, Curtis, you're on a roll. This uh, podcast is for you. I was cat-sitting for my old neighbors. I had since moved a mile away, but the woman and husband... And two adult daughters preferred that I do it because they knew that I, the cats liked me and I liked the cats, right? Well, their house was a split level, uh, built in about the 60s or 70s, with an attached garage. I was upstairs in the bedroom ref- refilling one of the cats' water dishes when I heard the woman who owned the house come through the door downstairs from the garage and say, Hello, like one would say if they're greeting other people in the house as they entered. I yelled from the bathroom, Oh, wow, you're home super early. And then after a few seconds, no one was there. The cats looked spooked as hell. When they returned, I told her about it. She thought it was just me being imaginative. Sorry, but I knew damn well it was. I was not imagining it. Then one of the adult daughters said under her breath, "Yeah, that's why I don't cats sit here over here anymore." (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That was a good one. Alright. Hmm, that's a good one. Let's see. I don't I'm looking here. Let's see. I'm making sure these weren't aren't too long. Alright. The haunted Scottish Prison. Five years ago, okay. This is a little longer, but that's fine. He's got time for the podcast. You can hear the little wax red-winged birds in the background there. It's kind of cool because it echoes down the river. (laughs) That's freaking cool. (laughs) Neat. He probably thinks it's another bird responding, but it's just an echo. (laughs) Poor thing. He's like, it sounds just like me. Well, maybe it's another bird. <laughs> All right, sorry. You know me, squirrel. All right. I was visiting visiting the city with my boyfriend, and we are taking one of the haunted walk tours. I told you guys I did the Milwaukee one, right? The haunted ghost tours. Uh, haunted. I think it's called the haunted walk. Anyways, they're back, and they're doing it again. I don't know if we'll do it again because you know we've done it once. You've done it. You know you've done it before, so. Um, Shaker Cigar is a really cool place to go. They are very active there. Back to the story. <laughs> I was visiting the city with my boyfriend. We were taking one of the haunted walk tours. Our guide was excellent. She was dressed all in black, very gothic, and was clearly a talented actress. Being six foot and five ten, we towered over two other couples, and then the, sorry, and then two... Two hen parties that were on tour with us. I don't know a hen party. I guess females? Out of respect for them, we stood in the back of the group. Oh, shoot. My truck's getting wet. Ah! Uh-oh. Hold on. Window up. Crap. Damn. I didn't notice that. Oh now my truck's... <laughs> the seat's soaked. Oh, shit. Oh, well. Anyways. <laughs> when we arrived at the convent, conventer's prison, I thought our tour guide was laying it on wonderfully thick. She seemed genuinely concerned for our safety. She discussed how people get pushed, pulled, scratched, etc. She told us that there was no shame in wanting to leave. If we got out, if we, if you get scared, you can leave, in other words. uh, I got a close one, damn it. There we go. Uh, If we got scared, she would lead us out but we're having a great time. And then something yanked on the back of my hair. Y'all know that I have had that same experience at the Shaker Cigar, um, I guess you can call it a pub, Shaker Cigar Bar. And downstairs when they were telling us the tour, that's when I walked down the steps and I felt my hair get tugged and I thought my hair got stuck in my husband's uh, button, but it wasn't. It turned out that during the tour, I didn't say anything until he started talking and I told him, I said, yeah, I just got tugged on the hair. And that's when they told me that the spirit, the man, likes redheads. So I know what they're talking about. Anyways, um, and then something yanked on the back of my hair. My boyfriend saw me jerk back. We both spun around. See? But we are at the back of the group. See? Same here. It was impressively strong, and it scared the crap out of me. I didn't get scared. I was just more curious, like, what the hell? Kind of a, I didn't get scared, though. So we, contri- we continued into the crypt, into a crypt in the prison. Again, we stood at the back of the pack, but this time, I was a little less happy about it. While our guide talked, I felt another tug on my hair. This one was much weaker than the last, so I could have just caught my hair on the jacket of my... See? That's your first thing. You want to, like, yeah, dismiss it. I, it got caught on my purse, or I got caught in the button, or I got caught on something hanging from the ceiling. But when none of those exist... Hello? So anyways, I was, she said she was pretty freaked out. Some of the girls from one of the hen parties were pretty imp- were pretty impaired, I guess, meaning they drank. Uh, one girl was standing in front of us. I remember thinking she was very brave to wear white pants and yellow t-shirt to the muddy cemetery on a rainy day. Dumbass. She started jerking her right knee forward a few times at a weird angle. Uh, she turns around, and yells, "Stop kicking! Stop fucking kicking me!" Shit, my boyfriend and I looked at each other and at the other couple standing besides and slightly in front of us. None of us were anywhere near her. Now, this girl was pretty intoxicated, so while I was already freaked out, I was prepared to do, to dis, sorry, disregard her until the last kick. I was watching her leg and clear as day. She bent her knee forward and gasped and saw a muddy footprint appear on the back of her pants. They were bright white uh, and well confirmed well confirmed after the fact. it was a footprint. We could dis- we could totally see the toes. At that point, I grabbed into my boyfriend for dear life and held on until the guide was done talking. As soon as she was done, the other couple joined us in running out of the crypt. We all chatted with our tour guide and a couple of other co-workers for a while. Uh, she told us that experience is pretty standard here. Uh, she wasn't acting, and she, she did warn us. Uh, let's see, um, that was about it, apparently, um, uh, that was about it, interesting, huh, that's pretty cool, hmm, wow, chick gets all pissed, because she gets smacked, or, or he, he, buckled her knee, or whatever, (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say, Uh, it's raining, can you hear it, okay, anyways, alright, here's another one, Curtis, another car, Uh, of course, so, I got into bed that night and drifted off. I was awoken suddenly by spiky growling. This time. Did I miss something here? Oh, yes, I did. Oopsie, sorry. (laughs) Back up, back up. Well, that's a big one. Okay, it's a long one, but that's alright. Goodness. Alright. The monster under my bed afraid of the one in my closet. What? It was a little past 12 o'clock at night, Monday of last week, when I first heard shuff, shuffling. I was in the bedroom of my new apartment, freshly moved and with boxes still stacked in the corners of the space. I was on the, verge of asleep, on the verge of sleep, exhausted from the long day of moving. My eyes cracked open, though, as the sound caught my attention. My room was fairly large, with my bed and dresser against the wall, and on the other side is a door to the bathroom and a medium-sized closet in the darkness. I could only make out a faint silhouette of objects. Okay, you know, like boxes and stuff like that, right? I quietly lifted my head from my pillow, peeking over the edge of the covers. Several moments passed in silence. Then I saw something emerging from under my bed. I say what? It was a sm- It was small, about the size of a Jack Russell Terrier. You guys know what that dog is? You guys can look, look them up online. They're not that big. They're actually really cute. It walked on four legs and had a short, slender tail. It might have assumed—I might have assumed it was a wild animal, maybe a raccoon. No, it doesn't sound like a raccoon. If it weren't for the crest of pointed spines that run along its back, what? The hell? As well, its limbs were strange. It—the placement of the joints gave it a, the look of a primate, and I thought I could make out a small fingers at the ed- ends of its feet. Fingers? It probed the ground with sharp, with a sharp snout as it cautiously crept out from beneath my bed frame. I watched as it explored the room, slinking close to the floor. It sniffed around it my belongings as if ac- assessing the new additions to its territory. Then it paused and turned towards me. I saw two round, glowing yellow eyes. Holy shit. It stared in my direction for maybe about four or five seconds, and I must admit, my heart rate had quickened slightly? Quickened slightly? Good lord. Then its gaze shifted and went back to its business. I rolled over and closed my eyes and went to sleep. What the hell? Are you crazy? (laughs) It actually says, I know what you're thinking. What the hell? Are you crazy? monster in your bedroom and you're going to ignore it here's the deal all my life I've seen things things that aren't there it started when I was a kid I don't remember this but my mom says that when I was five we were at the park and I started pointing towards a patch of trees do you see the man with no eyes mommy I asked her and there was nobody there my parents tried putting me on different medication but none of them seemed to help I've seen countless doctors in my life and in the end they've all thrown up their hands of course the obvious diagnosis is schizophrenia. I don't suffer from auditory hallucinations, hearing voices, and all of that, or paranoia. In fact, I think most people who know me wouldn't say would say I'm pretty normal. Well, uh, pretty normal, well adjusted. Boring even. I never had any trouble with school or holding down a job. It just, I've just been seeing creepy shit sometimes. Most, most SE people. Sometimes they're dressed in normal clothes, other times old-fashioned ones. I'll be out on the street or in a building and notice, notice, notice one nearby. What makes them stand out is that they don't tend to move. That, and a few of them, don't have faces. Occasionally, they'll be staring at a wall or lying on the floor face down. They're usually pretty easy to ignore. I've seen other things, too, though. One time when I was on vacation at Cannon Beach with my family, some clouds shifted and I saw something in the sky. It was massive, like a death star. It looked like some kind of structure made of a giant interlocking gold rings. The creepy part was, the rings were all covered in eyes. I watched as it drifted across the ocean, it drifted off across the ocean. So yeah, I'm not exactly stunned when I see something out of the ordinary. Still, I hear you say, "Shouldn't you have been a little bit frightened?" Well, here's one more story for you. When I was 11, my family moved into a new house. There were only two bedrooms, and my parents were in the master. I begged them not to make me sleep in the other room, and they wanted to know why. Plastered to the ceiling, right above my bed, was an, was an emaciated naked old man. Pause. What? He looked like 70 or 80 with mad scientist, <laughs> mad scientist hair. With a scraggly beard. Good God. His face was fixed in a permanent scream, eyes wide and mouth open with no sound. He didn't move at all, just laying there, ragged old doll on the ceiling. That's just fucking creepy, dude. Why would he be on your ceiling? Can you hear the rain now? It's getting stronger. Oh, goodness. Anyways, uh, every night for three years, I went to sleep with a man sli- slightly screaming down at me. What do you- that's why I wasn't going to let the little monster rob me of my <laughs> good night's rest. Little monster. The next five days, I went about my routine like normal. I moved the rest of my stuff into the apartment and packed it. I settled myself in. I never saw a creature during the daylight. If it stayed hidden away, yeah, if it was obviously nocturnal. Now, around the same time every night, I'd hear a creep out of out from underneath my bed as I had watch as it paced around the room. Idly sniffing the new addition to a space, it seemed indifferent to my presence. Not surprisingly, uh, all of the things I see here don't surprise me. Uh, that's why I never have been too frightened of them. They always ignore me. It's like they inhabit a different realm of existence separate from us. I've seen real people walk right through them. Okay, so that's kind of... That's cool. I, I get it. That makes sense. I came from... I. Sorry, I came to find the creature's presence sort of comforting. Uh, I conceptualized him as a guard, okay, as a guard dog, watching out for me while I slept. I even gave him a name, Spikey. Still, there was one thing that began to to unsettle me. I noticed that in all of Spikey's roaming, he always stayed to one side of the room. He never went to the other end with the bathroom and the closet. It was like there was an invisible boundary keeping him out. Hmm. Oh, I gotta open my window again now to get turn sight. Okay. The closet was empty. Um, I put all my clothes in the dresser, and I couldn't put my finger on why. But something about me, something about it, made me uncomfortable. I get a cold feeling when I walk past. Excuse me, when I walk past it to get to when I go to the bathroom. Of course, there was nothing out of the ordinary about it. Excuse me, uh, it was just three, three by three. Empty space and two folding doors. I had no reason to find it frightening, that is, until a few nights ago. I was laying in my bed as usual. Spike was on his patrol. <laughs> I was on the verge of drifting off, and suddenly I heard a noise come from the other side of the room. It immediately made the hairs on my arms stand up on end. Um, it was low and thick. Sorry, more cars. It was low and thick, like a, a drum beat. But mixed in was a high-pitched voice, almost like singing. I told myself it was just a little apartment, wiring, acting up, and I was uh, going to doze off again when I heard something else. A deep growl. I glanced up and saw spiky standing in the middle of the room, right at the edge of his territory. His spines were all raised like hackles on a dog. Hackles. I'm not sure what a hackles is. And he held his body low in a defensive posture. The growling was heavy, more scared than angry. His eyes were fixed directly on the closet doors. The low sound the low sound, slowly died off after maybe 30 minutes or so. Spikey seemed to relax somewhat. He retreated, disappeared back under the bed. It's pouring. There's a guy going out there going fishing right now, dude. And he's got his kid with him. Poor little kid. I hope he didn't catch a cold. Well, that's, that's a good dad. There you go, dad. Whatever. Yeah. Ay, 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 back to this, sorry. The next day, I took a closer look at the closet. Once again, I found nothing out of the ordinary about it, besides the unsettling feeling it raised in the pit of my stomach. I pushed it down. I got into bed that night and drifted off. I was awoken suddenly by Spiky's growling. This time, he wasn't out the boundary. The noise was coming from directly beneath me, under the bed. Once again, I heard the low hum and the high-pitched singing. This time, though, it was accompanied by another sound. The sound of the closet door squeaking open. Now, I felt genuinely afraid. My heart drummed in my chest. I'm not sure if it fully registered in my brain in, in that moment, but the fact that the door opened could only mean one thing. Whatever was behind them could interact with the real world. Excuse me. Looking over the covers, I saw something emerge from the closet. It was massive, so massive that it seemed to fill up the entire side of the room. What the fuck? The ceiling was too low for it. It had hunched over to fit within the space. Good lord! It was a, it was humanoid at a glance at a glance, anyways, tall and wiry like a basketball player. At first, I thought it was wearing some kind of cloak. Before I realized what it what I was truly looking at, it had layers and layers of extra arms sprouting from its torso, like branches on a tree. Even in the darkness I could tell that it's must be what? Even in the darkness I could tell that it must be pitch dark in color. It looked like a black hole in an empty void in space. The humming and singing intensified. The sound was almost beautiful like a like a siren song beckoning. The creature turned its gaze on me, but it wasn't like the other apparitions. I knew in my gut this thing actually saw me. It began stalking <laughs> I'm getting chills, dudes. Um, it began stalking across the room, its dozen limbs bristling off one another as it went. I was paralyzed, too terrified to move. A horrible moral, morbid feeling rose inside of me, and I had a eerie premonition of the creature leaning down and engulfing me in its many arms. It wouldn't kill me. It would it would just take me. What is it, like possession, maybe? The creature, was, uh, ooh, la, la. the creature was almost at the end of the foot of my bed. I braced myself. Oopsie. Where'd it go? Shit. The thing just... Hold on. The page just... That was bizarre. Why did the page do that? Uh, God damn it. What's it doing? Sorry, guys. It's moving on its own. I'm not doing this. Shit. Uh, sorry, 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 you guys. I'm going to have to keep my finger on the page so it doesn't keep doing whatever the hell is doing. Sorry. Shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. The creature is almost at the foot of my bed. Oh, fuck, what's it doing? I'm trying to... trying to do this fast I don't know why I keep scrolling I'm holding my finger on it and all right story's almost over the creature is almost at the foot of my bed I braced myself just then I heard the almighty howl I saw a streak of darkness shoot towards the creature as the thing collided with it it let out a low moan and stumbled backwards spiky I realized all at once he leapt onto the monster the two of them tussled fuck why does he keep doing this This is diff- okay. Look, two of them tussled the closet monster, doubling over, re- uh, over and reaching out with its many arms. My adrenaline suddenly kicked in, and I saw my opp- saw my opportunity. I dove out of bed and threw open the door to my room. I escaped down the hallway, heading straight for the door to my apartment. Behind me, I heard a howl and which elevated to a shrieking cry. There was no mistake. It was sounding of an animal being torn apart. Oh, good Lord. Thank you, Spikey, I thought with a grimace. grimace. Then I was out the door. I've been staying with my parents over the past last few days. I haven't told them why. It's all a little bit too scary to tell. Plus, I'm afraid they might throw me in the mental asylum. Okay. Of course, all my stuff is still in the apartment. At some point, I'll need to go back. What should I do? Dude! go back, check on Spiky, man, make sure Spiky's okay, so anyways, as I was reading the story, you guys, it kept, like, uh, scrolling, it, like, like, jumped to a scroll and then stopped, I'm glad the story's over, because it is exactly 30 minutes of my podcast, very good stories, uh, Curtis, I appreciate you uh, sharing those with me, so again, this podcast is for you, because I know you keep sending me these stories, and I'm slacking, so I apologize, this is for you, Anyways, you guys, visit me at Wisconsin Investigation of the Supernatural. Uh, you can IM me there on Facebook. You can email me at pattyinwig Check out my shirts. Um, other than that, my house has been pretty quiet. Nothing active going on. Nothing that I know of. Everything's been kind of mild. Uh, my friend, uh, Michael, it's uh, Tail Ratings by Michael. is his Facebook page. He's busy, as usual, doing stuff. So, that bite. I guess it did eventually heal, um, so, you guys have a bitchin' summer, (laughs) (laughs) K-I-T, that's we used to sign the yearbooks, (laughs) whoops, I snorted, (laughs) sorry, I'm still in a really good mood, anyways, you guys, all in all, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, it means a lot to me, it keeps me going, I haven't checked the stats in a while, but, yeah, it is what it is, you know, so, if you guys have any comments, you want to give me some feedback, please feel free to. Um, Anyways, you guys, have a great week, and I should be back next Sunday. I hope so. So, anyways, y'all, take care. This is Mrs. Paranormal, signing off.